This episode of First Pass supposed to will cover the coagulation complement and kinin pathways, right? So, uh, two uh, paths that I'm going to uh, use here uh, that integrate all three. Uh, so, the first path uh, has you starting out with factor uh, seven, and then from uh, factor seven, you have the uh, integration of high molecular weight kinogen, which uh, then forms uh, factor seven A, and then uh, factor seven. Uh, a can take two routes. Uh, the first route involves factor 7A interacting with factor 11 to form factor 11A. Then factor 11A interacts with prothrombin to form thrombin. Then thrombin interacts with fibrinogen, and fibrinogen uh, becomes uh, fibrin from that. Fibrin interacts with plasmin, and then you get your fibrin split products, right? So that's the first path, right? Uh, second path involves you starting out with factor 7 again. Then you have interaction with kinogen. Uh, that forms factor 7a, and then factor 7a interacts with uh, pre-calicrin to form calicrin, right? And then calicrin can interact with high molecular weight kinogen to form bradykinin. Uh, bradykinin uh, then uh, causes the patient to have increased vasodilation, increased permeability, uh, and increased pain, right? So that's the first path for calicrinin, right? But calicrinin can also uh, interact with plasminogen, right, uh, to form plasmin. Uh, and we already know that plasmin can interact with fibrin to form fibrin split products, but plasmin can also uh, interact with protein C3 to form protein C3A, if I'm not mistaken. And that concludes this episode on the convergence of the coagulation complement in kinin pathways.